<laughs> That's my Skype impersonation. <laughs> I love the sound of Skype. I don't. You don't? How come? No, especially since it's been Microsoftified now. Oh, it has? Mm-hmm. Microsoft bought them a while back, and they just finished uh, integrating it with Windows Live, which used to be Hotmail. Oh. Yeah. They didn't change so, the sounds, though. No, not yet. Not yet? I'm, I'm sure they will. What makes you so sure? That's just what happens when software companies take over other software companies. But that's just they, what it, what people recognize they, it as. They change the sounds. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Your face will change the sound. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. Hi. What's up? Did you get the, the picture that I sent you? I did. I've seen that little guy before. Isn't he awesome? Yeah, I think he was on Tumblr or perhaps Reddit. Yes. Um, Tumblr, I know for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure he's been everywhere. And it's basically like, why did we not know this bird existed before? He's pretty cool. Yes. because I like the look on his face. Yes. It's a, a constant surprise. I, what do you think it would be like if like you couldn't help the fact that you always look surprised? <laughs> you know, don't you think that would like <laughs> like people with bad facelifts, like Bruce Jenner? <laughs> well, yeah, and so like everybody would always be like, "Hey, what's wrong?" And <laughs> oh, nothing. This is just my face. <laughs> oh. oh, just bad. This, that would be that would be bad. So. My uh, my grandmother is one of those ladies that uh, she doesn't shave off her eyebrows, but she like puts makeup over them, and then oh. she draws she draws on her eyebrows. So she's got eyebrows already. Yeah, but then she draws them too. Yeah, like she she covers them up and then draws new eyebrows on. What? She covers them up first? Mm-hmm. With what? With makeup, I guess. I don't know how these things work. Oh, well, I... That's weird. I don't know. She, maybe, maybe she does, like, pluck them or something. I don't know. Well, so I, I was always under the impression that they were still under there. Well, actually, you can do, like, the... I think you can do the eyebrow pencil on your eyebrows if your eyebrows mm-hmm. are, like dainty enough you know yeah but i i knew somebody who did that where it was like she she like plucked them out completely but yeah that's draw them on yeah that's uh that's fairly well i don't want to say fairly common but that's how most people that do that do that i don't get that because it's like well I don't know. I mean, maybe sometimes it's a necessity. I could understand. I, I, I can understand, like, if somebody has, like, really thin ones and they're just like, oh, this is better this way. You know, they only have one or two straggly mm-hmm. hairs here and there and they do that. But, like, if you have, like, a whole bunch, you know, if you have normal eyebrows and you do that, mm-hmm. I don't, that just sounds unnecessarily painful. Now, I've seen ones where, uh, like, people pluck or shave most of it off mm-hmm. and then draw like they'll they'll shave all but the the front part of it mm-hmm. you know the part you know near the, the bridge of your nose and then they'll just draw on a tail like a comet yeah, yeah. you know yeah i've never yeah i've never really got that um no there's there's a lot of stuff people do to eyebrows that mm. i don't think needs to be done 
Yeah, yeah. I d- and, you know, I don't know. I think it all depends on whether or not people are happy with it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing. Yeah. But um, sometimes I feel like, you know, it may be because they feel like everybody else is looking at them like they're weird unless they do it. Mm-hmm. And that makes me sad. There was there was a gentleman uh, at the the garden center that I went to this weekend. And he stopped me to tell me that he liked my earrings. And, uh, you know, I, I turned to say thank you. And I was face to face with this guy. And he had drawn on eyebrows. Whoa. It was really strange. I wasn't expecting it. He was an older guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can tell, you can tell sometimes that people are a little off you know, without actually interacting with them. He was one of those guys. Okay. And he's, he's like, he starts, he's asking me about my earrings. And, uh, as he gets closer, I can smell all of this wine. Oh, I assume it's wine, but it was, it was very pungent and fruity. And I actually, before I even knew what I was doing, I looked around to see if there was like a cooler full of wine <laughs> or they were doing like a wine tasting or something like that. Cause my, the immediate first thought that came into my head was where did this guy get all this booze from? Cause I could smell it on him. Yeah. In his car uh, on his break. They probably. Yeah. <laughs> in a flask on his hip. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, that I think sometimes people like lose them um, either due to like because I think if you like if your eyebrows get like burned off, I don't think they come back. So like if, you know, somebody I think they do as long as the skin's not damaged. Well, and there you go. Like if you if you just singe the hair, then it's fine. Yeah, if you singe the hair. But like if you have it where it like, you know, burns away or whatever. Yeah, then they have to take strips of skin from your pubes and put them up over your eyes. And you'd have pube eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. And you want to talk about looking surprised. <laughs> you look like Gene Shalit. That'd be awful. Could you imagine? Because every once in a while you might get like a stray one that just comes off. And you're like, oh, how do I get this pube in my mouth? <laughs> right. <laughs> Leaving pubes on your desk and shit. (laughs) Leaving pubes on people's Coke cans. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And they would go everywhere because you can't, like, comb them or smooth them down like eyebrows. Yeah, they'd be kind of crazy. Yeah, they're just permanently bushy. Yeah, always. Yeah, I don't, yeah, this is, um, I don't think. It's a little unsettling. Yeah. I think that's a bad idea, actually. Yeah. So. Anyway, well, we got some questions. Do you do you want to? Yeah, let's uh, let's hit let's hit the questions. Okay, so we've got our friend. Um, say his name. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I do actually, Clavius Rubinsky. <laughs> See, you know. <laughs> He says, uh, why doesn't doing what I love pay as much as what I can do moderately well enough to fool the higher ups? <laughs> that is 
pretty much how it goes, my friend, unless you're in business for yourself. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a boss, you're not going to do that. My, um, my brother, Jim, once told me, if you're not a rocket scientist, you're not going to love what you do. You know, it's like if you're not like somebody who like trained for this, knew your whole life you wanted to do it, whatever, you're not going to love what you're going to do. I used to think that was true, but now I've realized that it comes down to like figuring out what about your job makes you unhappy Mm -hmm. and then trying to figure out how you can do something that doesn't involve the things that bother you the most. Yeah. Like you hate the customers. <laughs> okay. Find a job where you don't have to deal with the customers. Right. Whatever, you know. Just just um there are little things that you can try to, you know, get rid of that maybe might help. Then you can have your, you know, corporate drone job and mm-hmm. not hate it quite as much. But when it comes to doing what you love, it's it's rare. People are very lucky if they're able to get that to work. See, I I am doing what I love right now, right? And I still don't like my job. Well, yeah, we'll see that. I, I, I it's it's weird because I simultaneously hate and love my job because there's always aspects of of it. Um, because there's it's not just your job. It's not like you just go there and you're alone and mm-hmm. do this thing. There's other people involved, and you know sometimes you're lucky, and the other people who are involved are awesome. Um, but there's, you know, there's usually some kind of conflict or some kind of like hidden agenda or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always like once a a company or a you know project gets large enough, I think that's inevitable. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's and I can imagine that. I hope you can hear me okay because there's a guy outside suddenly mowing the lawn for some. <laughs> I I can hear you fine. I just heard the faintest little okay, <laughs> uh, like a tweet or something. I thought it was like a dryer um, buzzer or something. Okay, yeah, he's out there uh, like under my uh, window right now, which is awesome. So, um, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of difficult. I mean. This is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately because I think I have an opportunity to change some stuff um, about my life and what I'm doing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to really think about, okay, what do I want and what do I want to do? And don't immediately dismiss it because I think a lot of people do that, don't you? Yes. Like they think there's no way I can do that. Well, is, right. is there really no way you can do that? Because people do it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of one of uh, one of the weirdest things I have come to realize is we are not as far away from our goals as we think we are. Right. You know, like if you if you picture your career change in your mind, you're probably picturing, you know the the end result the 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 achievement of that goal is probably it feels like it's a mile away you know or thousands of miles away right and it's you you see you know all this distance between you and your goal it, honestly it's not that far away right yeah. you know you're a lot closer to it than your brain makes you think you are mhm it just seems sometimes it just seems like 
what you're going through is so insurmountable that it's yes. like, I can't, I can't do this. Right. And like, um, for example, for me at work, there are times when I get so overloaded with all the work that I have. I think there's just no way I'm ever going to get through it all. Mm-hmm. And I can never recognize when that time is coming where, you know, things are slowing down enough that I'm going to get to the point where, you know, I'll be caught up. Mm-hmm. And every time it surprises me. How did this happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I had that happen today where, you know, I got caught up on my email. I got caught up on, you know, I've got all my phone interviews scheduled and I've I've looked at all the candidates. It's like, holy crap, how does that happen? <laughs> and it just, you know, you never feel like it's going to happen. And, and so so it's really just kind of I think it's good to really think about it mm-hmm. because I think the other thing, too, is sometimes we have an idea like once and we think that's what I want. Yeah. And then you don't re-examine it ever, right. you know, because that's your goal. Right. Yeah, things change, and you have to, you know, you have to learn to recognize that. Yeah. That's, that's what I, this whole thing is what I like about uh, meditation, because it just lets you step back for a moment and look at everything from, you know, an, uh, an impartial view for a few minutes and you really kind of reset your perspective. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been it's been helpful for me just being alone mm-hmm. and not having any pressure from anything. You know, there's no mm-hmm. sources of pressure around me telling me, you know, I think you should do this or I think you should do that. So I like get to the point where it's like, okay, this is a thing that I usually do. And I realized I don't want to do this. There's nothing about it that interests me. And I just didn't realize it before because I thought I had to, you know. Right. So right. it's it's just it's good to it's good to evaluate those things. And so I think, um, um, Clint, I think you could maybe. And the thing is too it is it it's never probably going to pay as much. So you know if you find something that you love enough that you want to do it all the time. The way I look at it with with my work and the things that I like to do is uh, I think of my work as a sponsor yep. for the activities that I like to do. Yep. So just find find one that you don't hate. <laughs> 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 and that you can do moderately well enough to fool the higher-ups, <laughs> mm-hmm. as you so eloquently put it. Um also, keep in mind that all the higher-ups are trying to fool their higher-ups, too. Seriously, I used to think they had all their shit together. And no. they knew what they were doing and that they no. like were part of the whole plan. Like, they agreed with the whole plan. Nobody agrees. Nobody no. agrees. No, Nobody. and I'm slowly, I'm slowly coming to the realization that no human being on the planet has their shit together. No one does. I, I, I take it back. Do you want to know who has his shit together? Who? Tony Vincent. <laughs> that dude has his shit together. Our friend Tony has his shit together. That's the that's the uh, exception to the rule. It's true. He's like he's like an amazing human being. I think his shit was born together. I, seriously, he had his shit together. When I met him when he was 15 years old. Right? I met him when he was 15 years old. He knew what he wanted to do when he his, grew up. And his he did parents, 
his parents did something right because yeah. no teen no teenager ever has their shit together. He already had it all together. I he know. had a small bag packed ready. Right. So when it was time. He was ready. So yeah. Anyway, so so one person in the world has all their shit together. The rest mm. of us are just kind of drifting. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a question from Lynn Stifa, Lindsay. Oh, what's up, Lynn's? Cheese. I forgot she can't talk back to me. She can't, but she always says cheese. Cheese. That's what she says. Cheese. Question Trails. I have been on a cottage cheese kick. Oh, I For like- a very long time now. Yeah. I love that stuff. It is really good. I like yeah. it with pineapple. Really? I can't eat fruit with it. I I didn't used to like that, but then I realized it's almost kind of like yogurt. So mm, No, it's not. It is. Oh. Kind of is. I put um I put a little bit of of uh ground pepper on mine and that's how I eat See, it. See, you like the savory then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. See, yeah. I'm not a fan of the savory cottage cheese. No. Yeah, I think it's different for everybody what they enjoy with their cottage. Interesting. Yeah. When now, when I was a kid, I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole. Me too. I was like, gross, disgusting. Right. Looks like pus. You know? Right. It does. <laughs> it does. It looks. Like- it looks horrible. It looks like. It looks like super sour curdled milk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It does not look appetizing. You don't think that it's going to taste good. And then when you do, like, try some, it's got that weird squeaky thing going on, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. So when you're a kid, it's all about, you know, texture's gross. It looks gross. Bleh. I think uh, things change when you turn 30. Yeah. And one of those things is is, is a craving almost for cottage cheese. <laughs> it's, it's actually a, a dietary need. You just don't know it. So, yeah. So, uh, also, uh, in regards to cheese, mm-hmm. I bought some Parmesan crisps. <clears throat> some Parmesan what? Crisps. So, Oh, really? Have you seen those? No. Okay, so you can make them at home. You can just take some Parmesan cheese and put them, like, like in a little round circle and put them in the oven and it melts. Mm-hmm. And then like it gets little, crispy. It turns into like a little disc of cheese, huh. right? So at Whole Foods, they had made them and were selling them. So, you you know, of course, you had to buy them pretty quick and use them yeah. pretty quick. So I was like, these look delicious. I've got some pasta sauce. I've got some pasta. I'm going to do that and maybe like sprinkle them over that or something, you know. And they're like these big things, but you like break them up. So I got this. You want to know how I uh, served my Parmesan crisps? Um, yes. I ate them like potato chips. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> they were so good. You use them to scoop spaghetti into your mouth with? There was no spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a guy uh, on the internet make a taco shell out of cheese like that. Oh, sweet lord. He used, like, cheddar or Colby Jack or something. But, yeah, he did that, and, uh, you know, he got it into a crispy disc, and then it just folded right in half around the taco fillings. Shut up. Right? That is, like, dirty. (laughs) (laughs) 
that man should be getting uh, like a Nobel Peace Prize or something. Yeah, either that or a ticket. I don't know which. I mean, that's like <laughs> indecent right there. Um, I Congenious. remember that time that we went to the uh, we went to the hamburger place, and it was the one where they put like all the cheddar cheese on. Oh yeah, and then it melts yeah. out in this wave. <laughs> yeah, it's the the cheesy Sacramento. Oh Jesus! Ugh. Okay, that's like that's like a style of cheeseburger in uh, the Sacramento area. It's just like it's like surrounded by this circle of melted <laughs> cheddar cheese that is all crispy. It's easily a foot in diameter. It is like this whole circle of cheese over the top of this hamburger. There's like a, a regular, you know, third pound hamburger patty or whatever in the center of it. And they get a bun on top of it. Like, you're just going to pick it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. There's, there is no way that you can't eat that thing without modifying it first. Yes, you have to. What I like to do is I fold up all the, the edges of the circle. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll fold up the sides and the top and the bottom to make, like, a big cheese square. <laughs> And then I'll put the the bun on top. Oh man! So you just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I was enjoying the cheese along with my burger. It was like a separate dish for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do that too. Yeah, it's some good stuff. Okay. So good. We love cheese. Um, iterative improvement. Hmm. This is our. Is this our friend with the puppy? No, that's Kill a Gorilla. Iterative improvement is the one who I think you and he are both gun fans, perhaps. I don't. I don't sure. know. I don't recognize the name. I'm not sure. I, sometimes I have trouble with like when I only know the name, like the tum- killer. Yeah, killer gorilla is a shooter. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I'm getting those two confused. I do that sometimes when I don't know their name. Name. You know what I mean? And he's the guy with the puppies. I think iterative improvement is the guy who works out a lot. I'm going to look up uh, his blog here. Go ahead with the question, though. What did I just step in? Mm. If you have to ask yourself, then it's probably poop. Probably. Although, I have found as a cat owner, it is quite often vomit. Oh, yes. Uh Especially if it's the middle of the night and you don't have any lights on. And it's cold. Oh, (laughs) what the fuck? That's the worst. It is. So, um, yeah. My fucking cat puked right where I get out of bed. Oh, that was on purpose. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's just, that's just wrong. Sick and wrong. Right. (sighs) I'm sorry. So, um, Penny, a.k.a. Taco Tuesday every day. Penny. Hi, Penny. I gave her shit earlier, and now I feel bad. I hope she didn't mm-hmm. take it the wrong way. I was just trying to be funny. And I was also oh. trying to do, like, the, you know, I, I do that sometimes myself, where it's like I should be doing something, and I'm procrastinating instead. Because mm-hmm. she's got a show in, like, October, I think it is, or November. And she's got to do, like, five or six pieces for it. And instead, she's been drawing. <laughs> <laughs> The rabbits again? <laughs> Isn't that what she did last time? Yeah, she did rabbits last time. This time she's doing those dot pictures or whatever, you know, where you do a bunch of little dots and 
Oh, yeah. I can't remember what the technique is called, but she posted a picture and I said, don't you have some pieces to work on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she asks, have you watched Hannibal? Does it give you boners? Discuss. I haven't watched it. Um, I've heard it's good, but I don't know if I will watch it. I have heard the same thing and I have not watched it. Although I, I have to say... And and I'm just gonna say this for all of my um, for all of my dear friends. I love you all tenderly and deeply. We know this to be true. <laughs> um, I um, I am not able to necessarily watch things right now. Not just because I've got a lot of stuff going on with work, but I part of what I'm dealing with with depression and stuff like that is just a lack of focus. Mm -hmm. And for some reason I have these micro focuses. (laughs) I have these, I can, I can watch adventure time. I can watch every episode of psych. I -hmm. can listen to Roderick on the line or you look nice today, or I can, you know, listen to an audio book. Other than that, there's not much that I can focus on. I can't even watch like game of Thrones right now. I'm just like, whatever. I don't care. So, (laughs) If you recommend for me to, like, watch a TV show or a movie and I don't do it, it's not because I don't believe your recommendation. It's because I really can't. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, so I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, I have heard amazing things about it from everybody who's watched it. In fact, I just heard about it from somebody at work today. And usually mm. whenever I hear, like, good stuff about a TV show, people at work aren't even talking about it. And uh, there was this woman at work, and she was like, it's amazing. <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever seen. And she's just, like, saying how she was waiting to hear that it was going to be picked up again, and apparently it was. So that's- yeah, I just saw that. I've been seeing some uh, some pictures on Tumblr from it, and I don't know, it just... Everybody says it's good. It just hasn't really appealed to me yet. Yeah. And I, I'm not much of the, like, serial killer thing it's not really that much into it so i don't know if it would for me very much i have never watched dexter and i don't regret it i haven't watched breaking Mm -hmm. bad yet either although i've heard that's good so yeah i I haven't watched breaking bad either yeah i just started uh supernatural because people were raving about that on tumblr i just started it too i think i'm on did you i'm on the second episode because nikki um nikki and i text sometimes and she was like Uh really just give it a try so I thought, you know, I might as well. Um, and I, I, I think she's responsible for me uh, doing it too, because yeah. I, I seem to remember somebody reblogging her, talking about how good it was. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try, and it's, it's pretty good. It reminds me a lot of Lost Girl, except in Lost Girl, uh, they're also the, the creatures that they hunt down. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, I, I, I'm only on the second episode so far, but I know that a lot changes as the seasons continue from mm-hmm. what I've seen. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a try. I'm going to keep, you know, that show, like, I started trying it um, the weekend that I did make a roux. And it's it's kind of like don't take this the wrong way, Nikki. It's kind of like the perfect show for me to have on in the background, and that I don't necessarily have to pay a ton of attention to. 
That's what I was doing too. Yeah, we'll see. And, and the thing is, I think that's the probably the way it's going to be for like the first season because they're establishing it and everything. And I'm sure you know if something's going to change and it's going to get a lot more interesting for me, that it'll probably get to the point where I'm like, oh shit, you know, because that's mm-hmm. what happened with Buffy. Like I started watching Buffy, and I was like, eh. And then all of a sudden they, I can't remember what the storyline was, but I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I had to start like really watching it. And I think that happens a lot of times with shows. So Yeah. So yeah. thanks for that, Nikki. <laughs> and also, um, Penny, I, I definitely understand the whole Hannibal Boner thing. It looks like it's amazing. Don't know if I'll watch it, but maybe when I visit sometime you can show me some of them. Who is the the lead in that show? Do you know? I do not know. I don't even know who's very, in it. People seem very interested in that. Um, let me look on uh, Wikipedia real quick. Oh, you know what? I uh, Another new, sh- new show I've been watching is Inside Amy Schumer. Oh, you were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. that show is hilarious. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty funny and raunchy. Oh, okay. So Inside Amy Schumer. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Hmm. Scott Thompson is in Hannibal. Really? Yeah, from Kids in the Hall. Holy fuck! Oh my <laughs> God, that's all good for him. That's that's like big time. That is. I, that's the only name. Oh, there's Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, those are the only two names I recognize. Eddie Izzard. Oh, is he in it? Yeah, there he is, down at the bottom. He's in two episodes. Yeah. So Ellen. I was just watching uh, one of his skits. Oh, today. Ellen Green. I love Ellen Green. Oh. Who's that? She was in um, Little Shop of Horrors, and she was in Pushing Daisies. She's oh uh, yeah yeah. She's got the unusual voice. Um, yeah yeah. Oh, there's uh, Ellen Muth from. Uh, oh, what was that show? Were uh, they were Grim Reapers? Oh, and they had um, Dead Like Me. Dead Like Me, yeah. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like they've got some good people in here. There's a there's like a Finnish guy. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, as Hannibal, and then I don't. This is, this is uh, I guess maybe he's supposed to. I don't know if they're handsome or what, but whatever. <laughs> so, so you know, TV won't you do it? Um. Okay. So, Dorkitude mm-hmm. is our friend Evan. Evan, right? Evan. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Who'd win in a fight, Toucan Sam or Trix the Rabbit? Oh, Trix the Rabbit. I was going to say that, too. And you want to know why? Because he is tricky. He is. He's sneaky and underhanded. He's totally underhanded. Now, Toucan Sam, he's all like, oh, I hope these people don't follow me. Right. Toucan Sam could, I mean, dude could fight because mm-hmm. he's like older, more experienced and, you know, he's, he's thick, he's solid. Yeah. And he could, he could easily, uh, you know, kick, uh, the tricks bunny's ass, but he won't mm-hmm. because he's not a fighter. He's not a fighter, and, and like, he follows the rules, and you just know that Trix is going to, like, grab, like, a handful of dry cereal and throw it to his yeah. <laughs> Powdered dry cereal. <laughs> oh, my God, it burns. What is this shit made of? <laughs> He's crying rainbow tears. <laughs> oh, 
just like Scotty when he dies. <laughs> oh, so sad. Trix Rabbit would like lure Toucan Sam over to, you know, some ruse and like trick him into falling into a pit of spikes. Right. Or he'd like have some sort of weird alliance with like Chocula <laughs> right. and Frankenberry. <laughs> like, you can have the body when I'm done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Audi. Just, just help me make this happen, and then he's yours. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, Trix definitely would win, but we're not saying that we're happy about that. Yeah. Now, in a fair fight, Toucan Sam would. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be a fair fight unless it's sanctioned by uh, some governing body. Right. Right. I'd say, you know, just in a round of fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. If it was a sanctioned boxing match, it'd be Toucan Sam. It would but be. yeah, just street fight. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Um, so thank you, um, Miss Chassis. Uh, that would be our friend Ashley. Mm-hmm. Hi, Ashley. Um, <laughs> um, she said Carl would beat up Anchor. Now Carl is her new cat, and Anchor's dog. <laughs> Carl is awesome. I know. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. <laughs> she, oh my god, that's hilarious. She says Anchor would probably poop himself from fear. I would then be beaten up by Carl, and it says my cat's name makes me giggle. <laughs> it makes us laugh too, Carl. <laughs> cats with people names is just hilarious. It's just, yeah, it's the funniest thing ever. I we 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 started kitties with people names, but it's not going to. Uh, it it it's, hasn't been updated in a long time. It's hard so, to keep updated. Yeah, it really is. The, the thing is, what makes it funny is it needs to be a plain, normal like people well, name. Name, yeah, like Brian or <laughs> Carl. Brian. <laughs> 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 Brian, I'm sorry if we have any Brian's <laughs> listening, but Brian is a funny name. Brian's and a funny name for a cat. <laughs> for, for anything. Monty Python, that was like their favorite name to name people. Right. Yeah. Just because it's, it's just, it's so funny. It- <laughs> I'm just thinking of a cat named Brian. A kitten <laughs> named Brian. Ryan, please leave the sofa alone. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I like ones that are a little bit, like, old-fashioned, too. Those are my favorites, like Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Edna. <laughs> oh, what's the what's a old-timey name that I always like? It starts with a P. Phineas. Phineas, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a good one. That is a good one. I like it. Earl. Okay. Um. <laughs> Earl is what Leah and I call oral sex. Why? <laughs> Why? I, don't know. I don't know how it started. I think she uh, she did it to be funny one time, just called it Earl, and it stuck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it a way to talk about it in front of people without it being embarrassing? Or? It, yeah, it can be if both of us didn't giggle when she said it. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
Excuse me for yawning. Okay. Um, Rob the banker. Mm-hmm. Who is hilarious. My brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, how long do you know each other before you become besties? Does Shane hunt or enjoy the shooting sports or just like guns? In conclusion, balls, regal balls, which I wrote because spell check changed really to regal. And I like the I like sound it. of that. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, first one. How mm-hmm. long did you know each other before you became besties? How long? Uh, like 15 minutes, I think. Yeah, I think it was like the moment a sound came out of your mouth. It was really quick. It was. It was like the, when you made like the Frank noise, mm-hmm. I knew we were going to be friends forever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like I, I was describing it one time and I remember it was like, you know, you, you did that. I knew that you were missing. I was like, you, my house. Right. Like I was pissed. Like, why it's did like, you say anything before? <laughs> it's like both of us had uh, an empty space in the shape of the other person. Yes. Yeah, that is exactly it. <laughs> and we just walked into each other, basically. It's said, oh, you fit. <laughs> this is going to be hard to, like, get around now, but, uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we, well, you're, you're allowed to leave that space, like, when you have to go home or whatever. We each, we each had um, one half of BFF necklaces, but we <laughs> just, like, found them on the street somewhere, and they fit together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty much like when we first met that we... It was. It was like the first day. Yeah, it was the first day. And then we just kind of like hung out all the time after that. Yeah. So, uh, Second question, Shane, do you hunt? I don't hunt. I don't like killing animals. Yay! Uh, if, you know, if if I had to, I could, but I don't, uh, I don't see the fun in it. Right. I don't, you know, I, I don't like it. It's fine if other people do it, yeah. but it's just not for me. Yeah, yeah I do enjoy the shooting sports, though. I like uh, shooting trap and target shooting. And what I want to do eventually um, is get some land, like a long tract of land where I can do like some long-range shooting. Ooh, neat. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be. You can teach me how to shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I could like hit myself in the shoulder with it, like most people do. No, not with me. Teaching. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, and balls. Balls. Regal balls. Regal balls. <laughs> I feel like I should make a note of that. I want to use that for something. Regal balls. Speaking of regal balls, Bridget. Yes. I have a pair today. <laughs> what? <laughs> of regal balls. <laughs> I remember, like, a long time ago, it was probably two years ago, where we found that product called dry or Fresh Balls. Oh, right. Well, I ordered some, and it came while I was out of town. Mm-hmm. So, when I got back in town, I started uh, trying it out. And I got some, they have, uh, they have some for your feet, too. I can't remember if it's Fresh Feet. Or if it's like something else feet, but um got one for my nuts and one for my feet. And, <laughs> and the uh the feet one is it's it, it's like a cool lotion 
you know, it's got some uh, mint or menthol in it, and it it cools your feet down. And then the ones, uh, the one for your balls, it it's slightly warm. So, because you don't want like menthol down there because it tends to to get out of hand real fast. <laughs> so it kind of warms them up a little bit, and it's it's basically this lotion. So picture a hand lotion, you know, uh, and as you rub it into your hands. Uh, you know, it's it's very nice and moisturizing, and then literally within two to three minutes, it dries into a powder. Really? So after the after the lotion has soaked in, it's just like you would have powdered your hands with talcum powder. Weird. Yeah. So it's it's a real effective way to put the powder on yourself because. You know, when I do it with like Gold Bond or whatever, I it spills everywhere. Hmm. You know, because yeah, it's, it's I mean, it just spills powder. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. This you just you know you rub it in and hmm. you're good to go. That's pretty. Cool. So I definitely recommend it, and they have some for ladies called Fresh Breasts. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Yep. So for breasts and other areas, wink. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> they say that on the Fresh Balls one, too. And the only thing I can think of whenever I read that is an ass crack. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I know that would be great to put powder in there. I just don't want to picture it. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, and the, the feet one, I see that, too. And then there's another one, but I can't seem to find that one. But Oh, let me, I don't remember that maybe one. Maybe there wasn't. Oh, it's like... Um, Fresh baby bottom, so it's probably oh. kids. Yeah. <laughs> so yay, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's that really great. Nice. I recommend it. I recommend it to everybody. Uh, what's funny is I noticed on the front of the fresh balls uh, thing, it, it's uh, it the fresh balls part is a sticker that covered up something else. Mm-hmm. So I had to peel it off a little bit, and underneath the fresh balls was, it said, like, male hygiene or something like that. Oh, really? So I'm thinking, well, that's that's weird. And then I realized, well, they probably printed this or manufactured it overseas somewhere, and, you know, it's, like, made in China or something, and you can't have the word balls on products made in China or something <laughs> like that. So they had to have some guy put stickers on every single one that came over here. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah. And then I laughed because the guy's got stickers that say fresh balls. Right? So good. I wish I had stickers that said fresh balls. <laughs> Remember at Wendy's? We used to get those stickers and we'd stick them all over. You know, they would they would sound suggestive. Yes. If they on, you know, the buns or the fruit or something like that. It was like or fresh. The Right, hot and juicy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of my favorite Etsy stores sells stickers like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. She used she used to make these the bunnies with the swear words on them and stuff. I don't. Yeah, I remember. I don't think she makes those quite as much anymore. Hmm. Um. But now she she sells a lot of um. Let's see. Oh, she still has some bunnies. Um, but she sells a lot of these stickers. So, like, she also got her own machine to make stickers. Like, before Ooh. she was just selling, like, found ones. But right. now it's, like, caution contains hot farts. 
<laughs> she has a, a row of stickers that says your mom. Nice. Um, uh, wieners with cheese. That's one of the ones from like a store or something. Yeah. Under medication will bite. Observing for <laughs> rabies. <laughs> Send me a link to that. Yes, I will. And we should probably just link it in the show yeah. notes, too. Um, no pickle. <laughs> that reminds me of your thing about the the porn, the bloopers. <laughs> what did they say? What was the thing? <laughs> Hide the wiener. <laughs> the wiener. <laughs> yeah, so, um, bulk sausage. <laughs> the ones that, oh. that I always buy... Um, is natural beef because I would put that on my uh, on my um, stitches when I sold them, mm-hmm. and uh, give until gone, which is one of my favorite things ever because I think you could take that a couple different ways. So, yes. okay, so Spider Camp, won't you? Please do. Plus, she makes amazing like cakes and stuff. Like I haunt her um, Flickr page because you know she used to make like plushies and everything. But then, you know, she also bakes cakes and makes cheesecakes and stuff like that because she kind of does that on the side. She makes desserts for different places in her town. Wow. And she takes these pictures and I'm like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I want you inside me. (laughs) So, yeah, spider camp. Okay, so next question is from Pants Frisia, our friend Pam. Hi, Pam. Pam. Hi, Pam. Um, she says, who would win in a fight between peanut butter and jelly? Oh. Peanut butter. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy the combination, but if I had to choose between peanut butter and jelly, I would choose peanut butter every time. Yeah. And I think everybody else is aware of that. And I'm not saying that that has any bearing on how strong jelly is. I just think that it knows and that its self-esteem isn't very high. Mm-hmm. And that it would just kind of buckle. Plus, it makes the bread soggy. I think what would happen in a fight between it does, it does. I think what would happen in a fight between peanut butter and jelly is that jelly would kind of want to start it, and he'd be kind of like, "Hey," and peanut butter would be like, "Hey, how's it going? <laughs> how's how's today? Hey, c- hey, come come on, come on with me. I'm I'm going over to a party." And jelly would be like. <laughs> Okay. Because <laughs> peanut butter is so awesome, it, it wouldn't even, like, think about fighting, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah peanut butter, uh, the answer would really be the fight would never happen. It would never happen. Yeah. But peanut butter would win. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brain Cook's idea, the lovely Erin, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, wants to know about bathroom incidents. Hmm. Oh, I had one today, actually. Did you? Yes. What happened? So, for some reason, we are always out of paper towels and toilet paper uh, at work. And it's because they don't have anybody check on it regularly. Because the, the cleaning crew only comes in like once a week. And they don't... There's nobody else on staff, apparently, that is assigned to check the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So they just wait until somebody finds the responsible party and asks them to refill, you know, the paper products. Oh, yeah. So today I'm uh, I'm at work and I'm pooping 
and I'm on Tumblr and I'm having a great time. <laughs> and I keep seeing people come in to the stall next to me and then sighing and walking away. So I figure, okay, there's there's no toilet paper over there. And um, then I get ready to close up shop and go back to work. And I forgot to check my side and there were no toilet paper rolls at all. Oh, no. So both stalls were out. Oh. Yeah. So I had to wipe with those those ass gaskets. Oh God! Oh the you know the yeah the the little uh you know the the things people put down because they're afraid of germs. Mm-hmm. So I had to clean up with that to get me to a functional bathroom to finish cleaning up, mm-hmm. which I was not happy with. So then that sucks. Uh, I hate it when that happens. It does. So now, like you know, my 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 day's been tainted by this. This taint. Right. <laughs> Your taint's so, been tainted. <laughs> it has. It was. It was totally tainted. Tainted and tinted. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, late in the afternoon, I go to one of the other bathrooms in the building, and I check, and they've got toilet paper. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can really let go this time. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pooping. I'm having a great time. I'm on Reddit, and uh, there's a guy at the urinal peeing, and he's not making any gross noises. So this is like a great bathroom trip so far. And then I hear the door open, and a guy mumble janitor, and the guy at the urinal's like, oh yeah, uh, hold on, I'll be out in a minute. So I start, you know, I'm like, okay, I got to leave. I'm getting kicked out of the bathroom. So, you know, I get all cleaned up and ready to go. And I go out, and these guys, the janitors, they're from Goodwill. Did I, I think we've talked about this before. So they're right. like, you know, halfway house people or mentally handicapped people. And um, I go, I come out of the bathroom and I go wash my hands. I turn around. That bathroom is completely out of paper towels. Oh. And these guys are standing right in front of the, the hand dryers. Mm. So I'm like, uh, you know, excuse me, guys. I need to dry my hands. And completely ignore me. They're, they're standing in front of them. And they're taking the trash bags out of the trash cans to, to get them tied up. So I can't leave the bathroom because they are also standing in front of the door. So I'm just standing there watching these guys tie up their trash and then move out of the way. And as soon as they move out of the way, I'm like, excuse me. And I push my way out the door and, and one of them's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. <laughs> so it was just a really bad day for bathrooms oh, for me today. Sorry. I'm thinking about giving up pooping. Um... I think that might be difficult. I'll uh, I'll see what my doctor can do. Hmm. But um, do you think you could become self-absorbing? I wish. Yeah, I mean, like, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I told Callie that I wanted to hypnotize myself to quit pooping. <laughs> Is it just you? You enjoy pooping. Yeah, I love pooping. Then why would you want to stop? Hmm, I don't. 
See? So there. I want to continue, maybe up it to, you know, three or four times a day. There you go. Seven or eight times a day, maybe. (laughs) So I'm trying to think if I've had any recently. I just had the one, like, I just had an awkward moment the other day where um, at our place, they they um, have, I found out, I didn't know this, but I mean, you could kind of tell that they, they haven't gotten rid of, but cut back on our janitorial services. So mm. that's why we only have, we, it's the weirdest thing. Nobody like goes through the office and cleans up after work. Mm-hmm. So people will come around and like empty your trash can and stuff like in the middle of the day. Yeah, we don't even get that. It's so weird, though, because, like, there was this one time when this woman would come around and she wanted to dust, like, your desk while oh my you're God. there and working. No. And it's like, I'm on a phone call, <laughs> you know? It's like, I'm, you know, I'm not really not trying to be a bitch here, but I, I, I cannot... I, I can't accommodate that right now. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know. But um, so you know, you notice it sometimes with like the paper towels not being filled up and like the the toilet paper being gone and stuff like that. Usually by like late afternoon, and then somebody comes in and fixes it. Mm-hmm. So um, I go into the bathroom. I go to enter my favorite stall because mm-hmm. we all have one. Yes. And um, this woman kind of like gives me this look, like this really fast sort of, and like kind of raises her hand a little bit towards me <laughs> as I'm doing this. And I notice when I walk in, there's absolutely no toilet paper. And I come uh, out, and she was like, I was just going to say that's no. <laughs> like she was totally awkward. And the whole moment, like I didn't know who she was, you know, she didn't know who I was, but she didn't mm-hmm. want me to suffer the no toilet paper problem. So I appreciate that. But it was this weird sort of like, like, yeah. she, like somebody who's almost reaching out to touch you. <laughs> right. <laughs> like right. That. Should I, should I warn her? <laughs> yeah. Like it was an aborted warning is what it yeah. was. Cause she saw that I saw it, you know? And then yeah. I walked over to the other one. She's like that one too. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I did the same thing to a dude that was going into the stall after I got out of it. Like I'm, I'm at the hand dryers. Cause there's of course no, uh, hand towels in there uh-huh. and uh the, you know the dryer's going and i see him walk into the the penthouse stall that <laughs> i just came out of right. you know he he starts walking in there i'm like yeah there's no toilet paper in there and he's like what <laughs> i said it's empty there's no toilet paper and then he goes in and looks like i'm lying oh to my him. god and he comes back out and he's like oh yeah you're right something like that i'm like how about a thank you <laughs> right I just saved your underpants, probably. Seriously, you saved his underpants and his pride. Right. <sighs> People. Right. He just wanted that stall. He didn't even need to poop. He just wanted to go in there and, like, hide. Oh, you're probably right. And you ruined it for him because he can't go in there when there's no toilet paper in there and just be like, I'm cool. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. Shame. Like, I know what I'm doing. Mind your own business. I can do this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, toilet paper. It's important. It is. I'm going to start bringing my own. Did you see <laughs> the uh, um, the video I posted on Tumblr? 
the uh, the Dollar Shave Club is now selling um, like moist wipes for dudes. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's it's basically um, you know the the little the diaper wipes or whatever that people buy for the bathrooms. Oh, okay. But they're geared towards dudes. I'm thinking of trying some out. Why are they geared towards dudes? I don't know. It's the. Uh, it's just their. Uh, That's how the their... Dollar Shave Club works. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, I don't understand the whole gender marketing thing. Unless you are selling douches or mm. like sanitary napkins or. Let's see, what's a guy thing? Like condoms, I guess, but ladies buy condoms. No, that's that's your responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy never getting laid. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. <laughs> but no, like you know, I'm I'm trying to think of something that like is exclusively guy, probably like ball powder or whatever, but. Like, there's nothing there's really. There's nothing really. I mean, you know, underwear. Underwear is about the only thing that's exclusively guys. Right. There's no reason. Like the whole um, Dr Pepper thing, where they started doing that. That I am sure they did that to get women to drink it. Really. That that was because every the the only people I know that drink it are women. That's because that's the kind of people who want a ten calorie soda. Right. You know, most of the time, guys don't worry about it that much. The only right. people I know who drink sugar soda are guys. I don't. I think that's the most ingenious reverse psychology marketing uh, <laughs> strategy I've ever seen. Well, I gotta say, like, I drink it before I even knew that it was that commercial. Like, mm-hmm. nobody, like, as I was buying it. The person who was checking out at the store was like, oh, yeah, have you seen those commercials? Supposedly these are for guys, whatever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and, and so I already had it because, um, you know, I had bought it already. And then I look up these commercials. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I tried it. And it's like it it just tastes like diet, except like yeah. slightly different. You know, yeah. it doesn't even taste that different. They've, see, the thing is, they've got a diet Dr. Pepper, and it tastes great. Yeah, it tastes just like regular there's Dr. No, Pepper. Yeah, there's no reason for a slightly less diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get that either. But uh, the, the, the gender marketing thing is falling apart. Good. I'm glad. It, it is. It's, it's slowly you know, coming undone. And I think in another 20 years, 20 or 30 years, we won't see that hardly at all anymore. I'm hopeful because quite honestly, most of the time it's just like, I'm look, I'm no like activist and I'm not gonna like, you know, write a speech about it or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be that person. But at the same time, I get annoyed when I see that kind of shit, you know, assumptions about anything like, for example, you know, the stitching. There are shitloads of guys who do mm-hmm. the cross-stitching. Um, uh, like, assistants in offices, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There are shitloads of guys who are, like, administrative assistants or, like, re- receptionists, whatever. There's tons mm-hmm. of them. 
Uh, and and people, you know, they assume certain things because it's kind of a stereotype or whatever. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you need to get off of that because, yeah. you know, like doctors, nurses, all that kind of stuff. It's it's obvious that that's not the case anymore. So mm-hmm. time to just let go. Yeah. <laughs> let go of it. Yep. So, yeah. Don't try and sell me stuff based on my vagina. Mm-mm. Unless it's some sort of vagina care system. <laughs> right. <laughs> then. Unless it's tampons or douches. But then the thing is, too, is like the fem- the female marketing is, is all like soft and frilly and pink. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Not all ladies are soft and frilly and pink. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just not. I would, I would like to see like a tampon company that made, you know, like camouflage tampons. Yeah. Or jet black tampons, you know, or tampons that look like little motorcycles or something. Mm, tampons with like skull and crossbones. Hell yeah. Oh wait, that'd be kinda scary to put in your twat. Yeah, that would. That'd be like poison or something. Tampons that look like giant firecrackers. <gasps> oh my god, that would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I could market that exclusively to Tumblr and I would make a comfortable living. <laughs> and they come they come wrapped in that in that paper that firecrackers are always wrapped in the red crinkly paper (laughs) (laughs) the applicator looks like a roman candle okay anyway <laughs> you actually have to light it. Oh no, this one's a dud. <laughs> it just it just goes. go ahead and wrap up now i guess we've done an hour and two minutes yep what do you think we went went two more than our quota so we're okay we have a quota no okay just checking so should we wrap this up yep okay and wrap and now let's end this meeting on a high note Yeah!